You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, sandwich heads? Today on Steve O's Sandwich Reviews, we've got the tips and tricks to the best sandwich order. And it all starts with this little guy right here Pepsi Zero Sugar. Partial to pastrami, craving a Cubano. Yeah, sounds delicious, but boom! Add the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar and cue the fireworks. Lunch, dinner, or late night, it'll be a sandwich worth celebrating. Trust me, your boy's eaten a lot of sandwiches in his day, and the one thing I can say with absolute fact every bite is better with Pepsi. This is Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. This is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, the book report series. <laughs> We're going to do something new. Um, not that reviewing and discussing matches isn't like the most fun thing in the entire world, because it totally is. But my little curiosity brain wants to know about all the behind the scenes shit. <laughs> Amanda wants them deep dives now. I want the deep dives. I want all the fucking bad shit that happens behind the stage. I want to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so my friend Bradley was telling me he was listening to the podcast and he was like, you should check out Dark Side of the Ring. It's this documentary series that Vice did. And I was like, sure, why not? So Scott and I legitimately <laughs> binged the entire two seasons over the weekend. And holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, I had watched this series when quarantine first happened. Mm. Um, the first few weeks I kind of threw myself into wrestling even more, but, um, I was like, Oh, cool. I found, I, I saw that there was the first season and I dove in and then I wanted all of it. So I found the second season. I'm like, okay, I need all of it. Cause it's so interesting and it's so fucked up. It's so good. The storytelling is really great. I think it's put together really well. For all of you who haven't seen it yet, um, it is available on Hulu now, both seasons. And because I'm crazy, I Googled season three is coming out supposedly this year sometime. Yeah. And that one's supposed to be really good. I've heard some of the rumored things that are supposed to be on it. And if one of them is happening, 
I'm so excited, but I have no clue how they're going to do it. Dang. So we're going to do, since I am so interested, not only in like what everybody sees in wrestling, but also the behind the scenes stuff, we're going to start a new segment where every once in a while, we just do a little book report on one of the wrestling documentaries or something that we've watched. So for today, we decided to do Dark Side of the Ring, season one, episode one, The Match Made in Heaven. Yeah, it's a sad one. It's a sad one. So this is about... Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, and we have a little soft spot in our heart for uh, Macho Man. I mean, he's the yeah in our theme, and I don't know. It's just like I feel like he's always been like the wrestler. Like you can call Hulk Hogan, I guess, but Macho Man Randy Savage is like the wrestler. Like he's in everything. He is who you associate. My entire childhood. Like Slim Jim commercials. I was just going to say I ate Slim Jims because of Macho Man. <laughs> he was in that Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Me and my boyfriend quote his lines constantly in that. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's in the wrestling. It's like in the, I guess it's like underground wrestling or whatever. Um, He's in that. He's in uh, Space Ghost. He also has my favorite stuff in Space Ghost. Him on Space Ghost is amazing. So yeah, I, I will be completely honest and tell you that I didn't fucking know who Miss Elizabeth was. <laughs> so I feel really bad, but like, I don't, I never watched any wrestling that Macho Man did. He was just like a character that I knew wrestled growing up. Yeah. And I believe it by that time, they weren't a thing anymore. Yeah. They were divorced by the time I was watching wrestling. And I think like, shortly after me watching wrestling he retired so like I missed him as a wrestler entirely yeah Um, so it was cool to learn about Miss Elizabeth and like what her whole deal was um also it's very sweet that he was like hey give my chick a job yeah like fuck that's cute (laughs) as much of an asshole like you kind of find out he was to her I get like the overprotectiveness and stuff. Um, but you knew that he loved her. Yes. I had a really hard time watching it and hear like for, for, as a woman who's in a very like watched and you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes, protected relationship very early in like fuck, I was 18, I think, when I was with that dude. Yeah. So like as I was in a relationship like that, I know how it feels and it is suffocating. And you think like, you just get so crazy. You think you're gonna make the wrong move at every turn. So I understand wanting to get away from that. And I understand, I don't know, I can see two sides of that story. Like I understand why Macho Man was like that. Like you don't want your chick around these pack of assholes. Like what's his name? with the snake was even talking about like yeah my wife was in wrestling for a minute and I didn't want her around this shit yeah Jake the snake yeah so like I don't know I can see both sides I don't love macho man any less because of finding this out so that was nice like after watching two seasons worth I can tell you that there's some wrestlers I've lost a lot of respect for oh for sure I mean we'll eventually get to those um there's some shit that happens and you you just can't see I know that um they talk about it about uh 
eventually after everything happens with um macho man and miss elizabeth um she leaves him for someone else who's also a wrestler mm-hmm. and i know that a lot of people did not like lex Luger after that i still i mean he has one of those faces i just want to punch so like already you're not on the cool list <laughs> but yeah after- him and hearing about the stuff what was cool though I thought was that he went on that WCW guys podcast and had said like he was honest about the situation so like cool thank you for taking some responsibility that's fucking appreciated but I still don't like you and I feel like um you can kind of chalk it up to it's the 80s and literally everybody is on cocaine yeah but also that doesn't make anything better and he was married. God, I just, okay, for, just to, so everybody knows, disclaimer, 100% fuck whoever you want to fuck. I do not care. But if you are in a relationship, fucking break up the relationship before you go fucking other things. That's rude. Yeah. Like, that's my only thing. If you don't want to be in the relationship anymore, fine, whatevs. But like, don't keep the one you're with hanging on while you're sleeping with somebody else. That's so fucked. I will not tolerate that. Yeah, it's just, it, and then especially in a company that is so tightly knit together and then expecting people not to find out or not to have any consequences from that. But by that point, I think she was too far gone. And that was the real sad thing is um, it seems like, road life for wrestling is really hard and we've talked about that a little bit before too um you don't know what (laughs) what goes on in people's lives either but I feel that yeah some but by that point she was too far gone also like the okay I understand the need for storylines and I understand that some of the storylines created are going to be like purposefully intentionally fucked up because it creates drama and shit and essentially wrestling is a soap opera with some really cool sports stuff intertwined in it yeah definitely I think uh yeah it's 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 real life but it's also not and then I think with someone like Randy Savage you're you're gonna blur those lines too much and he's not gonna know and that's kind of where it got a little complicated as well is um you can only fake so much before it starts feeling real. Totally. Well, and oh. then like, okay, so I love that. And I didn't know this. I love that Hulk Hogan and um, Macho Man were on, not like a tag team, right? I believe they were a tag team for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So like they teamed them up to create this like mega superstar. And then like after a point of wrestling so many people, it was like, okay, well, there's only one more way that this is going to go. And that's you two start fighting. And like one of the dudes who was an executive was just like, well, what's the easiest thing for two men to fight over? A woman. Yeah. It sucks. It was already kind of sliding downhill between Randy and Elizabeth. And then like they created the storyline where Hulk's trying to get after Elizabeth. Yeah. Or like just, I, I saw it as um, before they kind of made it like a little bit like that. I saw it more as like, oh, well, he's not taking care of you, so I'm going to take care of you. Hmm. But at the same time, like what was said in the document or in that episode was, you're taking care of her, but who's taking care of me? Mm -hmm. I'm out here dying in the ring. You're, you know, making sure she's fine. Like, come on. 
so I can I can see where um he that's when he like took a fall or something out of the ring and he fucking crashed into her yeah which okay so stats because those are also my favorite things (laughs) dude macho man is 6'1 235 pounds so like if that dude is falling out of a ring with some level of force like you're gonna get beat up if you weigh the size of my thigh which elizabeth i'm sure does yeah i think they mentioned like she maybe weighed like 80 something pounds yeah so i think I'm, she was just really tiny yeah so like okay i understand there being concerns but as i have seen in multiple matches now all you have to do is say the word emt and somebody comes running yeah throw up those x's that's what we yeah. gotta do so like hulk you could have stayed and helped your homeboy randy out while you called for an emt for elizabeth i have her stats if you want them yes fucking give me her stats so she's my height. She's 5'4". Oh, teeny baby. 115. Oh, God. <laughs> so she's breaking in half under the weight of Randy Savage. Totally. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah, dude, it, it sounds like it started off as, like, a really awesome romantic relationship. And they, like, lo- <laughs> loved each other. And yeah. just over time, it got broken down with him being overprotective and jealous and her kind of wanting to I don't know like be her own person and detach from that relationship a little bit which well, there's nothing wrong with that yeah I was gonna say too um I think they were together or she at least was with him when she was relatively young mm-hmm. so I think she was only oh god she's born the same year as my mom um this also <laughs> has very weird parallels to stuff with me so it makes yeah. me feel icky kind of um she was like 20 something um and I didn't know that okay because of the fact that I was like super little when they were together on um WWF back mm-hmm. um but I didn't I didn't not know that they people didn't think that they were actually married in real life and apparently oh yeah so they had a wedding yeah they had a wedding and I, I guess I just assumed always that they were married and they got married on TV and that was a thing, but they were married for seven years before that. I guess I, I don't know. Maybe this is weird to think, but especially back in that day, like, I guess I just assumed that if you're the woman managing him, you're with him. Maybe, maybe because that's just been like an instance in my life a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't think that's the case with a lot of things back then though it makes me wonder like the chick from is it nxt with the the spiky outfit that yeah the- scarlet for what's his fucking name scarlet is uh, oh god i can Kyrian, never Kyrian cross yes okay I so they're together are they together I don't know, but now it makes me wonder, like, are y'all together or is this just 100% like a gimmick thing? Also, look it up. if no one caught that, that was a vocabulary word used in a sentence. Woo. I'm always so proud of you. <laughs> I may not be able to guess them when you tell them to me, but I'll use them in a sentence later. Yeah, he's in a relationship with her. Oh, okay, cool. Well, so then, I don't know. I think the assumption <laughs> is correct then. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure there's some that 
aren't that way. I, I, I know there's instances when it isn't that way, but it definitely, I feel like you can kind of tell when it isn't and when it is like, you can kind of feel that connection, but I don't know. This is a sad one. Um, I, I also feel like Miss Elizabeth is so overlooked. Oh, really? I don't feel she gets like the, the respect she deserves. Interesting. I guess I didn't know a ton about her role. Mm. Like, so watching the documentary on this particular episode, they're like, yeah, she was like the first female that didn't wrestle that was in the spotlight for wrestling. Yeah. She was like the first like manager or valet even like that really kind of made a name for herself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I... I didn't know about Miss Elizabeth until much later. So, yeah, like, I feel like she was very, she was very underappreciated. I know people know about her now, but she's still, I I believe she's still not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't think she is. One of the dudes, one of the wrestler dudes, they had said, like, they thought she should have been in the Hall of Fame. So maybe we can, you know, proactively work on that, fellas. I don't Sorry. think you're getting much from Vince. Sorry. Oh, don't even get me started on Vince. I'll fucking lose my mind. I could do an entire episode just talking shit on Vince McMahon. I think, Hate that. I think we we could we could make that happen. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to. I don't want to die. <laughs> He's not gonna give a shit about two people. That's true. Um. Yeah. No. Her. In her accolades or whatever accomplishments, um, she hasn't. She's not in the Hall of Fame yet, and she should be. That sucks, dude. And she did, like, okay, so before, they were saying before she was the valet and the manager for Macho Man, like, when they were in their own little, like, independent wrestling company, dude, she was doing editing for the fucking TV shows and stuff, and she was an announcer and shit. So it's not like she didn't know what she was doing. Like, she was involved. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this went all the way through when WWF, when they were in WCW, she was always there. Yeah. Oh, so. I, okay, so they divorced. Yeah. And, and he moves to WCW, and I love that he goes to WCW, and he's like, hey, we need Miss Elizabeth. Can we give her a job? Yeah. Like, fuck, man, that dude loved her so much. Yeah, you can definitely tell that he did. He did love her. It maybe just wasn't, I don't know, the right love, I guess. Or like, the but, right, I, I don't know. All the wrestler homies were just like, I don't know, his light kind of went out a little bit and he got really quiet. And I'm like, fuck, man. It was, I think it was one of those situations where like you didn't fully realize what you had until it was gone. Yeah. And then by that time, it was completely gone. So gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was really sad. I was gonna say, okay, so the weird thing that correlates, oh yeah, to me with this freaking thing is my dad died February of 2011, and then Macho Man died May of 2011. So I think I was still like in a weird blur when I heard that he died. I knew he had, but I was like, I was all messed up. So, um, shit. So. I just watched it and I'm still just like, fuck, I didn't realize it was almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. This April will be 10 years or May will be 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but 
ain't, ain't oh god in that documentary oh my god when they tell him that she passed away or like asked him about like if she passed when she passed away because she did tragically end up dying of a drug overdose um yeah it, it, when they told him or they asked him about him it was just like oh my god my heart like you could tell he was trying to be like keep it together and be like oh you know we hadn't talked in a while but we were we we had you know made sure everything was good with us nothing everything was resolved and so it's yeah. like oh, well that's good I guess oh my god just crying dude that yeah. interview was like it it the interview is legitimately like two minutes long but it was so freaking sad like I don't know I think from my perspective you could tell that he was trying to be the macho man character yeah but like pieces of him were poking through like I don't know dude fuck man I'm sure that was painful and then he didn't so he eventually gets remarried but it was still like seven years after her death that he got remarried so like I think this dude was just super fucking in love with her and just kind of I don't know didn't think it was ever gonna get replicated or something yeah he seemed well his brother made it seem like he was pretty happy with his wife but they they weren't even married for that long before he passed away no Oh, yeah, that was the, the other thing I forgot to say that too. They, Macho Man and my dad both passed away the same way. My dad didn't get in a car accident because of his heart attack, but they both had like this crazy massive heart attack that basically is like the widow maker because like you, there's no recovering from it. Yeah. So like, it, that was my weird correlation. But yeah. Well, and like Macho Man's such a big part of us. So it is definitely weird that we've clinged to Macho Man the way that we have. And there's so many correlations to your life about it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So it was just sad. Yeah, dude. It was sad. Like, I don't know. It was beautiful to learn about the relationship, learn about Miss Elizabeth and everything. But it was definitely so that was like the first episode I watched of the series and um like 100% it gave me all the things that I had wanted yeah um, as far as seeing the behind the scenes stuff and like what goes on and okay is the drama in the ring fucking with your home life is your home life fucking with drama in the ring like yeah I didn't realize how close they were to um Hulk and his wife um, it was, Linda it was very interesting seeing Linda because I used to watch their reality show yeah I was gonna say I think that was the last time I've seen anything having to do with her yeah I'm trying to think like the last time I saw her was like in the news because she was dating somebody her kid's age or something that whole family I mean no it, oh the Hogan's I was gonna say um yeah I'm gonna but, stay away from that but Linda looked good. Yeah. And she didn't seem super, like, as soon as she came on screen, I was like, oh, God, is this just going to be, like, this the most super outlandish moments? But she kept it cool. She just wanted to talk about her friend. That's what it felt like to me. She didn't yeah. like she wanted exactly. to talk about her friend. That's exactly what I got out of it, too. Oh, and then she shows a picture of Randy and Elizabeth together at, like, one of the barbecues they had. And I was just like, they're so cute. I 80s wrestling man. That was a whole era in its own that was just like it was like it's beautifully nostalgic. 
It is 80s wrestling. I'm enjoying seeing 80s wrestling. Yeah. And you're getting to see all the characters that are like talking then too. Like, you know, because they have with Dark Side of the Ring, they have like dramatizations, but then you have like yes. people actually talking about it. So you get to see Eric Bischoff and stuff. Um <laughs> and Jimmy Hart and all that. So it's kind of interesting. You're seeing everybody as old men. And oh, that part's interesting too well oh and it makes me sad like who's still around who's not and like the older dudes talking about it like the guy hold on i wrote his name down because he said one of my favorite things in the razor is it razor ramon yeah your boy razor ramon oh my god 100 um one you could tell like fuck man they interview these old wrestlers and it's so sad because they're like you can tell how bummed they are that their friends aren't around anymore yeah because they have to have gotten so close-knit during all of this but razor ramon says the best thing i have ever heard out of a dude that's like six two fucking 250 fucking yeah. he goes um if i was a chick i'd bang macho man and i was like yes a man that is secure in his manhood talking about wanting to bang another man that's perfect i was yes. so- that's all you want in life because it didn't like it did not diminish any part of razor ramon's masculinity to say that yeah <laughs> yeah and dude. i just thought it was super sweet because i'm like yeah i would totally have banged macho man 100 <laughs> percent. oh yeah i think like, everyone would have yeah if you wouldn't have then you have problems yeah or yeah basically i don't know He's just, he's just the guy that you, it seemed like you'd want to be around. So. 100%. And I'm sure he was a handful in his own right. I'm like, sure. can we talk about that goddamn voice? I want to know so badly. Did he have a normal voice? I don't think so. Like that had, that was just his voice, huh? Yeah. Because in all the clips they show of Macho Man talking, even that fucking sad ass interview, it's still that goddamn voice. Yeah, I think that's just his voice. That's so crazy. That makes me that makes me love him even more. Like you just have this crazy ass character voice. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, sounds like that too. Like he has his voice, and he's always kind of sounded like that. I love when they all do the <laughs> when they all do the Macho Man impression. Oh, and every single every single person has one. Every single person that they interviewed had a fucking macho man voice. Just in general, too. Everyone in the world has a macho man. Yeah. Minus Space Ghost Macho Man. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. That is for oh. my, my home only. But <laughs> You're I, like, that's my private time. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever going to hear it except for my boyfriend. But um, yeah, every, everyone has a macho man. Every Every single person has a macho man. I just remember him saying snap into a slim gym. I can't even do the voice. It just gets really stupid. It's supposed to. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me try it again. Hold on. I gotta like breathe into it. Okay, are you ready? Don't make fun of me if I make a stupid face. <laughs> I won't even look. <laughs> okay. Snap into a slim gym. <laughs> that was great. That was amazing. That was so good. I'm gonna go as Macho Man for Halloween next. I think you should. I totally should. Should I make Scotty dress up as Miss Elizabeth? 
Yes, because he'll do it. You know he'll do it. Would be so into it. <laughs> I don't want to dress up as a wrestler, but I don't want to be Hulk Hogan. Don't do it. Can you just be another era of Macho Man? <laughs> just be different Macho Mans. I don't want to be rap album Macho Man. I'm not doing it. Is that when he's like in all black with a black leather vest and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that one. No, you could do like there's ketchup and mustard macho, macho man. And then there's like weird like boa constrictor. There's purple. Yeah. We'll just pick a color of macho man. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll make that happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I would suggest to anybody, um, please just go watch some macho man promos i've done this countless times um i used to get really really high and watch macho man promos and then like basically try to not pass out from laughing <laughs> because i would laugh so hard Sounds like a they're, great- so, they're amazing they're so good every single one is so good everybody was talking about like how he was the full package because he was athletic so like it wasn't just that he was a great mouthpiece or a great heel like he backed it up with athleticism and like that's I don't know that's fucking rad yeah he seemed like he was just a good dude she seemed like she was great too I just think that the lifestyle catches up with you when you're in a relationship like that it's going to tear them down or you down Mm -hmm. and I think she just got caught up in it I would have to agree. But um also really quickly. So they show some of the moments where Macho Man's being a dick to Elizabeth. And like I had to laugh a little bit because because I'm like, this is how Scott and I talk, talk to each other. <laughs> I told you to stand over here. And I, I'm like, bro. Oh my God. So like I don't know. I think it would have been cool. A cool way to, I don't know, riff on that relationship would have been if like Elizabeth had just given it right back. Yeah. But I don't think that was her personality, you know? Yeah. I don't think that was the personality. And it definitely wasn't the character because like every time they mentioned Miss Elizabeth and her character, it's like she was classy and demure and she was quiet. I think they definitely put her on that pedestal and never took her off. No, she fucking up here. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way, not in a bad ways. <laughs> yeah. No, she was just like she was she was um not to be anybody who was not proper or able to you know have that kind of grace. So yep. So yeah, that's our book report. Maybe um, oh sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe we should do something extra set and do the Von Erics at some point. Oh my god, bro! I'm so like, if you're down to hear me cry, I'll do the Von Erics. But Jesus, that episode was so hard to get through. And I knew about the the Von Erics um a few years before like the this stuff came out. I mean, obviously they've been around forever, but. Yeah, so to see it all laid out real nice for you, I was like, well, fuck, this is awful. I will say I also loved that you got, like, through all of these stories being told, you got to see just, like, how intertwined things were. Mm -hmm. 
to like there were multiple stories where I was like Bruiser Brody and I'm like what wait he's a part of this one too yeah especially that first season it's very tightly interweaved yeah stories all over that you're just like okay they're taking from this one and this one and this one because all these people all work together yeah so like I don't know I thought that was rad like you really get to see just like how small yet big this wrestling community really is and how it's how it still is that way yeah so I thought that was just super rad um so yeah we're not just gonna do dark side of the ring we're gonna do um I want Amanda to watch you cannot kill David Arquette yes which I've been watching this weekend yeah and we're gonna do I want to do the Bret Hart documentary I want to do um what's the other one beyond the mat I think that's the McFoley one or that has McFoley in it oh okay I'm down for a McFoley moment so if anybody has any other wrestling documentaries you want to suggest send them we'll do a book do that yeah book reports it's just a little quick fun one probably really depressing in some (laughs) aspects I mean, we're not trying to be depressed about it. No. I like as sad as this episode was, I definitely enjoyed it. And I have like an even more found love for Macho Man. And I now think like Miss Elizabeth is super rad and cool. Yeah. What a pioneer. Definitely. Best word you can use. <laughs> so yeah, that's the end of our book report. I hope we get an A. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll let you know what we get. so you can find us on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod or on twitter at httw pod and then you can send documentary suggestions to hell to pay management at gmail.com hell to as the word to pay mgmt at gmail.com oh and then also i mean an announcement's already been made on um instagram at this point but we are now a part of the count out wrestling podcast network so yeah Yeah. that's the thing that we're doing now so that's exciting (laughs) so yeah check the instagram check the twitter listen to the episodes share like rate us all that jazz it's super helpful yep thank you guys Until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.